So have you seen, um, for you personally, like while you're interacting on social media and online and whatever, have you seen anything that like you would consider a social ministry fail? Or have you just, it's been like, oh, this is fine. It's fine. I'm, I'm golden at this. Uh, yeah, I'm perfect. Uh, oh. Everything that I put my hand to just works. Hot dang. <laughs> Hey, so I'm Sarah. I'm Hector. We are glad you are here or there or wherever you are. We're glad you're listening. (laughs) Today, we're going to talk about stuff that we've tried a while back. I had come across this passage and it's, you know, it's a couple verses. I wanted to read them, right? It's from Ecclesiastes 11. It says, ship your grain across the sea. After many days, you may receive a return. Invest in seven ventures, yes, and eight. You don't know what disaster may come upon the land. If clouds are full of water, they pour rain upon the earth. Whether a tree falls to the south or to the north, in the place where it falls, there it will lie. Whoever watches the wind will not plant. Whoever looks to the clouds will not reap. As you don't know the path of the, or the, of the wind or how the body is formed in a mother's womb, so you cannot understand the work of God, the maker of all things. Sow your seed in the morning and at evening, let your hands not be idle for you don't know which will succeed. That's my favorite part for you don't know which will succeed, whether this or that, or whether both do equally well. And like, I love that passage because it is in essence saying, try stuff. Like you don't know, like you can look for signs. You can look, look for the rain. You can look for the wind, but like you didn't make everything. You don't already know how it's all going to turn out. So you might as well just try stuff because maybe this will do well and maybe that will do well, but or maybe none of it will do well. I mean, maybe both of it. That's what the Bible says. Both of it. I said none of it. The Bible said both of it. But anyway, what do you think, Hector? I think that's good. I mean, I think uh, so in terms of, you know, obviously we're talking social ministry. And so I think you can get locked into trying to figure out the right thing to spend your time on. Yeah. You know, what if this fails? What if I waste a whole day or a week (laughs) or a month building something that doesn't return? And uh, so I like this because I think one of the, kind of the pivot points this year for me was you know what I don't know if this is necessarily like going to pay off but what I do know is that it seems like there's just an open door so I'm just gonna keep going and until God says hey that's not what I'm asking you to do or like stop that's a dumb idea like I'm just gonna go for it and be creative and think about um just trying to do something Uh, so those are my thoughts kind of immediately after hearing that yeah and it's not like I mean it's not like if something fails it doesn't mean it necessarily is is the end of what you're trying like it just could be the end of that thing you're trying you know um I think, I think it's Bob Goff who said, you know, 
sometimes you get a no, but that doesn't mean God's closing a, a door or whatever. Maybe it's just that guy told you no. Did you just keep keep going if that's your dream, if it's a um and so well anyway, I've been trying some things. You've been trying some things in the area of social ministry, which is using social media in a way that ministers to people. So we just wanted to talk today about things that we have tried and how they've gone and when they've gone well and when they haven't gone well. So Hector, um, when did you first get interested in like social ministry or like it's next door neighbor or cousin or whatever, like digital discipleship? Yeah, uh, so I, I would say that I think I have a project that I talk about a lot in both of those categories. Mm-hmm. Um, so with social ministry, I think I think I mentioned last time that there was just this point where I was on Twitter realizing like people are angry and there's hurt and that's okay. And that they're speaking out of it, but like, I can't be one of those things. Like I can't get sucked up into that. Like there's a time for that, but in my life, that time is over and I needed to like see kind of something good. Um, and I was trying to celebrate some of that. And so I started a, uh, a playlist on Spotify. And I just said, okay, if I'm part of this weird Christian Twitter thing, and if I'm supposedly part of this community, like I share friends with my, I I share music with my friends, right? Like constantly, um, I have had collaborative playlists with some of my other friends. And so I just said, hey, I am seeing like some heavy, heavy conversations happening. And like, what I could see is like, I'm hurting. I'm going to put that on the internet and really almost like, does anybody see this? Right. Um, at least that's what I was starting to like see a ton of in my, in my feed. And so I just started sharing music. I was like, I hear is music that is just meant to be an encouragement, a prayer. And if you'll just listen to it and imagine that like, this is, this is just a song to be sung over you. Um, And then the collaborative piece was I put it on Twitter, I pinned it, and I just said, if you could share one or two songs, what would you share with the person that's on the other side of your feed, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And that song now, that playlist is now up to 300 songs. um, And like 50 people are a part of that or something like that. Um, And whether someone contributed one song or like me, and a few others contributed 30. Um, the truth is, is that we all played part in it. And like that playlist is solid. There are some songs there that like, I love. Um, so anyway, I would say that's kind of one of the ways. Um, and I still get like, to this day, like almost weekly, man, I love this playlist. Whoa, this playlist is so cool. Anytime someone follows, like that's the first thing that's on my profile. And so like, usually one out of every 10 follows means that there's probably a song going to be added to that playlist and it's, it's continuing to grow. So yeah, that's, that's the social uh, ministry part. What is, um, what's the name of the playlist? Uh, hashtag WCT encouragement and prayers. So I actually didn't have Spotify premium until like last week. Um, I don't know if that makes me sound lame or old or both but um but i understand the youths like spotify premium or something like that so if i'm gonna be cool with them i have to get it i guess so i got it 
And then I followed the the playlist and it's like, I've been listening to it and it's like, I sit there and I wonder, I know that people have contributed to it. And um, there's a song, Carry Me Through, that came on. And like two or three years ago, I was I played that song like in my office constantly. And like, mm. I, pl- I, I don't play guitar well enough to play guitar. So, but you know, I pick around at it and I was trying to learn that song. And it has wow. been a while, but it, it like came on and it just was like, oh yeah. And then you, you think about like who, who put this on there and um, like this was an encouragement to them and this is an, also an encouragement to me. And so it's just this connecting, this thing that makes you feel connected to other people out there in the world. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, so I actually closed it off. Uh, and the reason is because like right now, actually, as you said that, uh, I went and deleted some uh, songs that bots are adding. Uh, but I I actually had closed it down to where it was no longer uh, collaborative. And so, but then you couldn't see who added the song. And mm. so I was getting, a, I was getting a ton of questions of like, hey, I love this song, but I forgot who added it. You know, can you tell me who added it? And then so thankfully it's not collaborative again and you can still see who added it. Um, and you can see, you know, for me, it's all these Twitter friends. And then I can like go out and be like, hey, Ryan, thank you so much for, you know, adding this one song by Common Hymnal that I really, really love. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, absolutely. That connectedness. Is so cool. Do you have a favorite song that's been added to it yet? Oh, uh, a few. Um, one song. Let's see if I can. There's there's a few, but one of them that like just absolutely like I couldn't stop playing it. I had never heard of Jonathan McReynolds, um, and there's a song called um, "God Is Good." Mm-hmm. And at the time, like I mean, again, I'm, when I started the playlist, it was like I need encouragement, and like I'm not the only one. And this song just goes through of you know, hey, may your struggles prove that God is good. May you you know. May they end the way they should, not in just like may they end and be gone, but may they end the way they should and may your whole life prove that God is good. And so just a reminder to keep seeing that over and over and over of like, may my whole life, not just this one moment, but like the the story of my life and how God is involved. And so that would be the song that I would highlight. Yeah. You've also um, like, we, we've sort of casually mentioned weird Christian Twitter which yeah. is like, so not everybody who listens might know what that is. Right. Um, and I haven't been around Twitter for very long. So you've been around longer. You know what Weird Christian Twitter is. You might give it a little explain. Yeah. Uh, so uh, here, here's what I know of it. And here's how I got exposed to it um, as briefly as I can try and make that. Uh, weird Christian Twitter kind of evolved out of a, a, a different gathering of Christians, evangelicals on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then somehow last year uh, in April, I think, uh, just springboarded. Um, Katie Crosby kind of threw out this idea like, hey, w- what if I just started a list of people that are would consider themselves part of this? And that list, the last time I checked, which was a few weeks ago, it's like 15, 1,600 people now, right? Uh, but people from all over the spectrum of Christianity, um, mm-hmm. all over the spectrum of 
what I would say maybe Jesus followership in the, the sense of like, not all these people are in church. Not all of these people are in the same type of church, but the common thing is Jesus. Yeah. Um, and so, and that we're on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. the Twitter <laughs> part. <laughs> the Twitter part. Uh, and so it's just this collection of people. And so that hashtag, Word Christian Twitter and WCT is just an easy way to um, find other people and other topics. And like, I just answered a, uh, a question from one of my, one of the people I follow of like, Hey, who's your favorite country voice? You know, not a very serious topic, but you know, it is what it is. But uh, yeah, so that, that's what I would say. Weird Christian Twitter in short is. So have you seen um, for you personally, like while you're interacting on social media and online and whatever, have you seen anything that like you would consider a social ministry fail? Or have you just, it's been like, oh, this is fine. It's fine. I'm, I'm golden at this. Uh, yeah, I'm perfect. Uh, oh. Everything that I put my hand to just works. Hot dang. <laughs> uh, no. Okay. So here's, how about this? I, I don't, I don't necessarily like know a fail other than with the playlist, apparently WAP got added to it. Oh no. That uh, is yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very bad. You know, Um probably my fault because I specifically said in the original thread, like, please don't add WAP. This is like my personal Spotify. I don't need that connected to me. Uh, anyway. Um, but I would say probably the, the, maybe not necessarily a fail. So maybe not. Uh, I think the, the, maybe the fail is like, I really want to bring real, like real uh, people in my life, like in my in-person relationships mm -hmm. into this community, but mm -hmm. like, they don't understand Twitter. They yeah. don't like, this is a, a thing that they don't know or don't want to know. And so I'm putting a lot of time into kind of that community and it's paying off for me, but like um, for the immediate community. And so that, that's a question that I've thought about. Uh, how do I either, I've got to do one or two things and maybe we can get into this sometime else, but I've got to either get people in my real life on Twitter or I've got to figure out another place so that like how to replicate it, how to replicate it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, do you have more thoughts or do you want me to go? Um, Yeah, because my other one's more of like content creation. Oh, look, your cat. Um, my other one is more content creation, so not really uh, digital discipleship. It, it sort of is, but uh, but I'll let you go first. How about that? Okay. In the fall of 2019, I put together this big proposal for my church of di digital discipleship stuff. And I had these proposal meetings and was like, I don't know why, but I just feel like like digital is the next thing. Like it feels very important to me that we invest in digital stuff, that we like really focus on this. And I had several meetings and they're like, oh, I think maybe, but I don't know, it's just not the right time. And I was like, I just, and they didn't go for it. Like that could have felt like a fail, right? Mm -hmm. But 
it was what it was the starting point for what piqued my interest in this sort of stuff. And lo and behold, you know, what we didn't know in 2019 was that 2020 was coming. And so digital discipleship did come. I had because I had put those proposals together, you know, when my church needed me to help in that way, I had things already already started, you know. Right. Which is really nice. But at the same time, like um, I was trying to figure out what does it look for like there's me, I'm employed by a church. There's me as a church employee, but there's also me as a, you know, a human. Like when I'm on Facebook or whatever, I'm um like, you know, you are everybody's sort of aware of who they represent, I guess. But I on on Facebook, I'm just me, right? Yeah. And so how do I as just a human use that space in a way? That's not what I was seeing a lot of. And um, so I tried different things. One of the things, so like if I was to talk about what's my fail, I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm so tired of how negative everything on Facebook is. And um, I can either abandon it or I can try to make it better, right? And so I was like, I'm going to make it better. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to start a hashtag, I'm gonna call it a basic human decency project. I'm gonna do the basic human decency project. And I like, I invited people to do it with me. And it was like every day we were gonna post something that was like an example of basic human decency. And it was with like anybody of any, any background. It wasn't like a Christian thing. It was just basic human decency. Let's all find some common ground. And nobody wanted to do it with me. It was just me posting about basic human decency all on my lonesome, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it was the least social, social media thing I've ever done in my life. Um, <laughs> I had one person basically tell me that they couldn't commit to being decent for the time period that I asked them to commit to. They didn't want to make that commitment. Wow. Um, so, I mean, at least they were honest, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> you didn't turn around and tell him like hey uh die daily just wake no. up and die daily no okay no i was like well thanks for being honest with me i'd rather hear i don't want to commit to being decent than i'll go pray about it yeah and then you know like the lord has told me that this is not the time in my life for decency yeah um <laughs> but have fun doing that on your own so like that was a fail but i tried it you know but one thing that worked was like back in um, last summer, I started every Friday asking people on Facebook and Instagram, can I pray for you? I would, I would post a picture of me with my coffee and my messy hair because I didn't want to have to get up and do anything. I was at that point, it was like every time you got online, people were still doing their makeup for Zoom calls, you know, and I was just like, I, if I'm going to do something, I don't want to bother fixing this. This is, this is what it is, you know? And so every Friday I would get up and share a picture of myself and ask if people wanted to pray. And people began like immediately, like people I don't talk to ever messaging me, just really vulnerable prayer requests. And, um, I would type a prayer back to them. It was, it was incredible. I didn't, you know, since nobody wanted to be decent with me, I didn't expect that anybody would want to pray with me, but people really are hungry to be 
hungry for makes you, it's, that's very Christianese. I guess I just say they're open to being prayed for, you know, they, they respect prayer. They're not threatened by prayer. It's not like I got on there and told, you know, posted a picture of myself in my coffee and told them how wrong they were about something. And so like being able to pray for people and then they would touch back with me and they would say, you know, like I've kept that prayer and I've read it over and over throughout the week. And, and I have, oh, let me tell you how this prayer was answered. And they go out and they look for how God answers prayer. And I didn't have to do anything. Like it was, I just typed out a prayer and it was up to God to answer it, you know? as he, as he saw fit and they would go out and look for the answer. Um, and then in, at the beginning of 2021, I had some friends who started doing that with me. And so every week they post asking people and, and at the very end of 2020, I joined Twitter. And so I do it on there as well. Just ask people for their prayer requests. And that has like, it's been so easy. Like you don't have to have a, a master's in theology to pray for people. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's just, it's just praying. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's, okay. so the image that comes to mind as you were talking was like, I'm actually sitting right in front of my front door. And so it'd be, if I was just like, Hey, my front door's open. If you need prayer on Friday, like just, just come by. Right. And it's just that invitation of like, Hey, I'm not, that's, that's all I'm saying is the door's open. If yeah. you need prayer, come on by. And yeah. then people just show up. Right. And uh, so that's, that's really cool. I heard um, someone talking about how live videos do so well, but I don't do so well with live videos. My cat is climbing all over me. That would be one reason why I wouldn't do well with a live <laughs> video. <laughs> but also, I mean, I just, you know, I'm not live video ready. I don't know. Maybe yeah. some people are, but whatever. And so, like, I've tried some pre recorded stuff. I know some people do different things. And sometimes I think that I just throw something together and it's terrible and people like it. And sometimes I spend a whole bunch of time and I put it out there and it's like two views. And you're like, hey, hey guys, what you doing? Not watching yeah. my video? Okay, whatever. <laughs> the weather nice. <laughs> yeah. You guys out mowing your yards or something? I don't know. But the, the thing is like, not every week did I have a hundred people asking me to pray for them. You know, one week I might have one or two, one week I might have 15 or 20, you know? And, um, there definitely was a week or two where like I had nobody. And so I connected during those times I connected with, um, with the girls who, um, once a month I zoom with the girls who are also asking people on their social media if they can pray for people and we can sort of like talk and um, see how it's going for them and pray for each other there. But uh, when nobody was talking to me, they were like extra talking to these girls. And that was, I mean, that was really encouraging. And then I could pray for them, you know, just to see how it can grow so easily, you know? And all that was, was me going, well, what, what can I do? Like, I don't feel like I can start a clearly a live video thing, you know, right. like I didn't feel like I could do that, but what, the easiest thing for me was just say, can I pray for you? Yeah. I tried it and that worked for me, but basic human decency did not work for me. Yeah. 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 Basic human decency. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, maybe it's a little too, 
I don't know. Is it an aggressive term? Does it feel like, does it feel aggressive? Maybe. Maybe it felt like a Like a what? Like tone. Maybe it felt like a Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's part of what we're, we're discovering too, right? Is you have to be like very specific about what you're saying, what you're asking, mm-hmm. you know, what even the idea of it is. You know, we're, we're, I know that we'll continue to kind of explore that and, yeah. and how that plays out, but because you can't hear tone, you can't hear inflection, you can't, what we're doing here between you and I, we couldn't have this type of conversation uh, in the same way over a Twitter thread. Yeah. We could we could do really cool things on that Twitter thread, but having this type of back and forth doesn't happen when it's only text, and yeah. uh, and so having to to navigate that world too. How do I communicate clearly um, what it is that 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 prompt is right? Yeah. So well, did you have? Oh, w- hey Hector, where can people find you? Um, my address is, no, no, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can find me Twitter, um, mostly, um, at ctexhex, that's S-E-A-T-E-X-H-E-X, Instagram as well. Um, that's, that's mainly where I'm at is Twitter, um, sometimes on Facebook, um, and everything else, like my website and everything you can find there, so. Yeah. How about you, Sarah? All right. On on Twitter, I'm at Kinzer underscore Sarah. I'm on Instagram, but it's probably about the same, you know. And um, sometimes I have a blog that sometimes I post on that links in my um, in my Twitter profile. Um, but that's sarahkinzer.wordpress.com. Um, and I'm on Facebook, but mostly that's just for my mom, you know. <laughs> Um, and like what, what automatically shares off Instagram, Mm -hmm. you know, so my, so my mom can see pictures of my kids on their scooters and pictures of my roses and stuff like that. Um, so that's where you can find me. Um, well, is that about all we got? You got more? Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited to keep talking about this stuff. This is fun. I mean, I think when when you and I kind of first, because when you messaged me about it, I was like, what do I know about this? You know, like, yeah. but I love the the approach of, I. so it's actually something that I wish there was easier resources to find um, for small youth pastors. So I was a small church, church plant youth pastor for seven years and, and Obviously, I'm, I'm still doing that a little bit, but with pandemic, it's just, it's almost non-existent. But the entirety of that, the last seven years, I wished, man, there's got to be just something that doesn't tell me that I need a budget that's bigger than my paycheck. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, like, it's this thing of how do I do this with no budget, probably money out of my own pocket. Mm-hmm. Um, is there is there a way to do that you know uh, with online ministry and so yeah I'm excited me too all right well I guess we'll 
not see these people next time. They'll hear <laughs> it later. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Good chat with you, Sarah. It's good talking to you too, Hector. <laughs>